Just My Opinion, the podcast. Mike Roberts, baby. My name is Ari, Ari Irizarry. Hey, we're back. Welcome to another episode of Just My Opinion. My name is Ari. I'm here with Mike. Good morning, Mike. What up, big dog? What's happening? Not, not much. There he is. There he is. <laughs> there you go. Now I can see you now. Right yeah. there. We're glasses today. Yeah, Ooh, I, had, I had to put the looking glasses Looking smart. On. Yeah, I had to be uh, sophisticated today. And uh, okay. I had to throw the glasses on. I felt like the contact. No, my contacts are giving me, well, if I'm being quite honest, it's because I was too lazy to throw the contacts in before this. Uh, I, yeah, I just <laughs> put mine on, right? And uh, it's very cold in the house. And when I, when I put the contact in my eye, it, I felt that it was cold today. Yeah, right. Like you ever had to put in cold contacts, dude? And it's like putting an ice cube in there. Just did. Ah, just did. Yeah, it's cold in Florida. Yes, it is cold in Florida. You know what? And For it's those about... that don't believe that it gets cold in Florida. Yeah, I had to turn my heater on this morning. You know? <laughs> well, you, you said why, so I don't want to say why. But, you know. All right, I I took the option of turning my heater on this morning as fifty percent. I mean, you have good reasons. We do. You do we have do. good reasons to, to turn the heat on. Oh, Gigi's in the house. Can't be having her. <laughs> Say Good that again. Dance. Oh, Gigi. O-G-G. O-G-G. So, you know. what does O-G-G stand for? Uh, old Gangster Grandma. Oh. <laughs> oh. Clap back. Clap back. She, she is. Got it. So, you need to have the heat on for O-G-G. It keeps her, keeps her moving. You know what I mean? It doesn't need to be on like 80 but, you know, it needs to be on at least like 70 here. Let's crank it up a little bit. Got you. Got you. You yeah. know, one, you know, arthritis or aching in the house. Yeah. I really just didn't want anybody thinking they were a news station letting me know that their storms were coming by their <laughs> bones. And people with arthritis always act like they're meteorolog- meteorologists. Well, you don't want to be that grandson that when she leaves, she goes to her friends at the bingo night and say, you know, I stayed with my grandson, and that that mother just had me. It was cold as hell, and, you know, my, my joints hurt a lot. He didn't want to turn that AC, that heat on. Not giving a fuck. Hey, careful. Those old ladies at the bingo, they'll beat you up. They defend, it's like a pack. They, old ladies. <laughs> they, <laughs> they know are, that... Though. They know they're defenseless as one, but in a in a group, in a group, that's a powerful yeah, that's a powerful do- team. It might it might be a slow motion uh, team, but once they get you, and you better you. hope you you better hope they ain't got a one eight hundred number on your ass because they will call. <laughs> they got time. <laughs> they do now. Imagine you if you just saying. I, I'm not saying you're gonna hit an old lady, but if you do, you know that there's quick consequences because most of them if they have that life alert once they fall you know they're getting the call i love how we say most of them um (laughs) (laughs) don't they i would think that life alert is a very popular thing no i i would too i think life i think that's a fair assumption and if it's not life alert exactly with today's day and age i mean with like technology it's something right like you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like if it's not life alert you can at least holler out to alexa to call nine one one, I bet Gigi's got at least one of those something. You know what I mean? But you're I right. I hope she does. You know. Oh well, Kathy don't. 
My grandma okay. doesn't. That's my grandma. I'm sorry. I didn't name oh. her originally. But old uh, old G-Cat is what they call her. That's her street name. She doesn't have one? Oh, uh, she doesn't have a what? Oh, it's life alert? No. No yeah. life alert. No. And she lives alone? Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> She's stubborn. She's stubborn Irish lady. So God forbid something happens to her. <laughs> oh, we've tried. She'll tried stay on the floor until you get there to visit her. She says, if I fall on the floor, I'll just lean over. I'll pick up my phone. And this is how she talks. I'll pick up my phone, and I'll just, I'll call the police or something, you know? Got it. And I'm like, but I don't think it works like that. I would want a life alert if if I get to that age. I would. Would you put a wrap on your life alert, make it look cool? Yeah, some kind of cool lanyard. <laughs> yeah, right? Like something like, oh, some what's beads. that? Like you're riding on your golf cart all tricked out through the 55 and up, swinging your life yeah. alert like a dangerous badass that you are. Theme it I up. I like that. Theme it up. Yeah, according to the day or where you're going, you know. Maybe you get little silicone sleeves that you're sliding your uh, your life alert into, like the yeah. vapes, and you get one that's <laughs> yeah, like little, yeah, little yeah, you got yeah. a little Puerto Rican flag hanging from that Ooh. bad boy. People say, oh, and you say, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> you know they don't sell that in Puerto Rico. Well, that's what's, e- that's what's even better. At that point, now we're making reels of you having a life alert and sending it to your boys back in Puerto Rico talking smack. Out of love. Out of love. Out of love, all my Puerto Rican Out brethren. So, <laughs> at, at what point or under what health condition you decide to use a life alert? I don't think it's because of age. I think life alert is, I think I would use it if, uh, if I was in a public place and yeah. like, you know how old people, like there's things they can and can't control right at, at a certain age. And if I poop my pants, I think I would call life alert in a public okay. place. <laughs> I think, well, you know, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Because they, they're always tripping and falling. A lot of older people trip and fall. I, Okay, I'm no I'm no doctor. Okay? But I believe that the biggest reason for trip and falls of the old people is their feet, meaning they they have really bad arthritis. Have you looked at their the toes of old people? No, I don't look at old feet. Oh, I'm a, I'm obsessed with feet. Doesn't matter what age they are. Once your feet gets past 60 for me, I cut you off. Well, the reason I say that is most of them look like they're doing gang signs. So Doing gang signs. Yeah, because they're arthritis. With the bunion. (laughs) No, no. I'm being serious. Because of the Look at my hammer toe. Their toes are like all over each other. Like a can of Vienna sausages. You know, they're like, you know, so tight. (laughs) So I would think, and I'm no doctor, but that has to be difficult to walk with. Well, my th- your toes are not flat on the floor like ours are right now. Yeah, well, they should have thought about that when they were out there strutting that stuff in the Prohibition, wearing fucking high heels. I mean, <laughs> we got to use some. Well, you know, and that that bone grows grows on your side. It looks like a six toe. A bunion. That's a bunion. That's a bun. It? I think that's a bunion. Yeah, Damn. I've heard. That's a bunion, bro. When they get but that, that, that like thing that inner foot their claw, toes to like move or like lean the other way yeah dude and they get that from like a lot of people get that like so from the old days 
Uh, this isn't like the only reason this happens, by the way, guys. Uh, but no, no, I no I'm, 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 I, I was, I said that, that I want to make sure that, yeah, I want to be clear that I think I know Doctor Airy thinks that that is the reason they trip and fall is because their feet are all jacked up. Well, a lot of older folks, um, uh, especially they had to wear 19, like in the 1950s and 60s and stuff. If you think like the women and the workplace like environment, like if women worked in most cases, right. Uh, they had to wear like high heel shoes with like a heavy point. So you notice yeah. a lot of women have that because like they went to work in high heels at these crazy jobs. Like whereas like now we yeah. wouldn't necessarily ask a woman to be. We wouldn't ask at least if that person makes that choice. Hey, hey, hey. like you said, Ari, we know the results. But uh, you know, if you want to trip and fall, wear heels all the time when you're 20. You know, that's all I can say. Yeah. But Sasha's gonna get yeah. Sasha screwed them. Sasha likes to, loves to wear high heels always because she's short, so she loves high heels. I can appreciate that honestly. If I could wear, if there was like a men's version of high heels, like I've considered it right, and I'm a pretty tall guy, but like I'd like to have an extra two or three inches on me. I'd look good but at six do. two. I'd look good at six two. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Oh. If I if I could only take from there and put it on the height, you know. <laughs> Ha! <laughs> ha! The room to spare, baby. Come on. I know you heard that worldwide, didn't you? <laughs> oh my god. Um, so, wait, what we were saying? I, forgot, I lost track of what we we're talking about. Oh, well, we, we were saying men's uh, the concept of a of an elevator. But there is, men, there is, you can there is the, not a specific a specific heel like women's heels, but men, even Mexicans, they wear those boots that have that, that heel in the back. Mm-hmm. That is like three inches at least. So, some of them still like five two, but for that, th- there is a heel. There okay. is a heel, and I mean, what's your take on that? I mean, would you ever slap a lift in? The <laughs> 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 no way you said it just made me. Um, I, 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 Never I love it. shoes. Yeah. So it depends on the shoe that has to look good. What if okay, all right. So now we're 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 curious on what the. Extra I don't mind height. the heel. I think it's the shoe itself. Like, what is it? Look? I don't want no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying nothing strappy. All right, this is a masculine lifting yeah. shoe. Yeah, yeah. Right. Although, and I don't want nothing with a skull in the front of the the boot. You know. <laughs> don't you love how they signify masculinity by like that? Like I remember that's so funny you say that because that used to be the way. To, oh, that's a boy one. Why? It's got a skull on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll deal. Yeah, I had an employee who um who his apparently his shoes got wet in the <laughs> the day the night before. And I'm in the office and all of a sudden I hear that click 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 when I look like I'm looking to the ground and all of a sudden I see the the, the long boot with the skull in the front. I'm like you can't work with that. Why can't do this? Why can't I wear this boot? Uh it has a skull. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I meant because it was a boy one. Are these not boy boots? Yeah. Oh, they're boy boots, but <laughs> can't be rocking the skull no, in this environment. Son. No, bro. Well, you know what's funny? He knew that he couldn't wear because he said, okay. And before he even worked, he started working. He changed them. He had other ones. I was like, really? But anyway. But yeah, I would wear them. I would wear them. 
I would. I, I'm not gonna lie. I looked at them the other day. They got these little silicone slip-ins. Here's the problem I got. Looking with like it. James Brown. James but, Brown used to wear them. Absolutely. And the problem. I'm gonna tell you. The only thing I have a problem with this is, is eventually you got to take them out. I feel the same way. By the way, gentlemen, about ladies with their undergarments that'll make them look like they have like an hourglass shape a little more. Is like it's kind of misleading sometimes. It's one thing if it's <laughs> like, like, like the I, fake boobs and fake ass. Hey, hey, yeah, you know. Uh, no, but I mean, like, no, wait, not the implant, like, not the. Not uh, no, the, you're good. What do you call it? Those ones that you buy at the pharmacy and you put them on the little padding. The, yes, I've seen. That's, that's what, what I'm talking about. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're gonna go in on on a BBL, go in on a BBL, not the BBL undershorts for ten bucks. I like the effort, but it's a tease. <laughs> it's a tease. <laughs> the effort. No, I, I, um, I wouldn't like any padding on the woman. I wouldn't either. I mean, you would be able to tell if you got up in close and personal. You over there doing your work and touching and touching and, you know. Oh, what is that? Is that polyester? Not only that. Does she really feel something? She's over there pretending. Ooh, feels great. Oh, the way you're touching me. And you're really just touching a pad. That's what I mean. I mean, it just seems a little misleading to me. It seems a little uh, Rumpelstiltskin-y. You know what I mean? Because if we're getting... if we're. <laughs> Hell. <laughs> I just figure if we're getting to that point, that by the time we've gotten there, I'm expecting something. And now all of a sudden I open the present and I go, whoa, this wrapping paper was a little thick, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's a little, I, I just feel like it's a tease. So I don't want to be that guy with my lifts, like sliding up out of the shoes and then all of a sudden losing three inches on my yeah. height. Should, should any of that information be shared in the first date? Maybe not the first date, but what if she's a freak? What if you're a freak? What if you end up in her bedroom that night? It went great. You love... Well, okay, check this out. Let's let's, re, let's re- rewrite this narrative, okay? You go ahead. You wear the lifts. You're on the date, okay? Coincidentally, the female is too a little insecure as well. She is also insecure in the sense that she has taken advantage of the, the, the big booty butt lift uh, undergarments that are padded. And mm-hmm. along with the, let's say, an over-insulated brassiere to be classy, okay? Ooh, that word sounded nice when you said it, brassiere. I like the word brassiere, right? I heard it on a TV it, show this the, week. It's the way you said it. The brassiere. Ooh. Ooh, come on. A little <laughs> bit of, man, I got Spanish friends. That even sounded a little elegant. Ooh, so, brassiere. Ooh, <laughs> girl. T- take that. Ooh. You know? <laughs> Go ahead, baby. Take that brassiere off. So anyways, she's doing her thing. You're doing your thing. You're just trying to impress each other because your lives are miserable and you're ready to just settle down and get a life partner. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I really like the girls. Like, I really think I like this guy. And the dudes over there texting his buddies like, bro, this one right here, this tall glass of water I'm ready to drink on. Things go great. (laughs) You end up going back to the hotel room and she knocks on the door after you close it and goes, Hey, I had such a really good time, you know. And then all of a sudden you're doing the day. Now you know what's about to happen. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. What happened, though, Ari? What happened? She was gone for just enough time for you to take your shoes off, and you're about three inches shorter. Correct. And she looks. Now she has to do the downward head dip when you open the door, meaning now she's looking down on you. Mm-hmm. What happens? I, and now she's. Uh, 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 yeah. You. That. That's why I asked. I think you. You probably have to share certain things that on the first date. Do you think at this point she says something rude? Like, if you're now now put yourself in the woman's shoe, 
Now you're the woman. You come in, you see your date three inches shorter now. Date's been done. You're coming back because you want to potentially go to the next stage with this guy. Great time. But you now notice. And that's an important detail because I want to establish that she actually liked him. And then she comes back and three inches are gone. If she is... What do you do? You're the girl. Here's the thing. There's a a few things. If she is uh, um, polite, right, and very, um, I don't know... She's all about honesty. She might just say, you know, you lie to me and I can't do this. <coughs> she's she's a little cuckoo. She might say, you better be packing somewhere else. <laughs> now. Make up for it somewhere else. Now. Why, so, you know what I think I'm doing? If I really liked him and I'm <clears> her, <throat> I'm pulling the brassiere off and showing I'm, I'm there too. Now we went from a what looked like a D... To a B. Now put yourself. Two time, pimples. Time warp, gentlemen. Time warp. <laughs> two pimples. Now you're leaving the woman's body. Now you're the man again. Boom. Mm. She. Now you have already been caught without your risers on, and the woman you thought was bringing in double daddy D's is now uh, basic with the B's. How do you feel about that? How do you take that? Now how do you react? I think I'm leaving. <laughs> Are you cheated at this point? Do you feel cheated and you close the hotel door? Yeah. I, I leave. I leave because I... <laughs> I'm going to be worried. <laughs> the height doesn't mean too much, but you got no boobs. You lie to me, we, we're done. But you got no height. Doesn't matter. You lied about your height. I can't lie about my titties. In bed, we're the same size. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's so funny. Oh my god! <laughs> you got it. In any way, I'm not going up. I'm going down. <laughs> you know. You know. <laughs> There's no. I don't need no height for that. <laughs> oh my gosh! But that what is, are you gonna do with that flat chest? <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Now all of a sudden, this grown woman looks like a little boy. All of a sudden, becomes a roast. We're roasting each other here. Oh, but you so short. You oh, know. shit. Now, all of a sudden, you're turning her around, slapping her on the padded booty, going, what's that? Yeah. What's oh, that? she ain't got no nipple. No booty, no nipple. Now, all of a sudden, you realize <laughs> this person just got here from a third world country that suffers yeah. from, uh, you know, not a lot of food being nearby. Yeah. And they get bad. I think it, any anything you have to hide, it becomes an issue later on, I think. Absolutely. I would agree. And by the way, quick little update. I did a little Google search on why old people... Okay. I I love this. I wanted to see why old people fall. Okay. And whenever you type this in on Google, the answer to this is age-related loss of muscle mass known as sarcopenia. I know I'm messing (laughs) that up. What the fuck is that? Sarcopenia. Maybe I don't know. Okay, it's a it's a age related loss of muscle mass, problems with balance and gait. I don't know what gait is, and blood uh, pressure. Gait is um, isn't that when you get your your um, joints well? Maybe. Have you seen people with like? like I've seen people with gout, but not with gait. Oh yeah, that's what. <laughs> that's what it, I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, 
God, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. We can't even get through facts on our shit. Hey. <laughs> it's Google's fault. Problems with balance and gait. I hope that's not how you spell gout. G-A-I-T. I don't think that's how you would spell it. That would be a unique. Can you imagine? Yeah, it you would be gait? So, yeah, so embarrassing. People are like, it's fucking gout, you idiot. These morons. There's no O or A-U, so I don't see it. Um, and blood pressure that drops too much when you get up from lying down or sitting. And it dropped them? Called postural <laughs> hypotension are all risk. Wait. Oh, so those are all risk for factors of falling as an old person. Nothing about their feet. Not, well, it does. It does. The real dish issue here is, is it says that they, this postural hypotension, basically like when you stand up, how your body reacts to now, okay, you're moving. <clears throat> it can't keep up with them fast enough with what they're actually doing, and they just fall over. Yes, but picture this. You, you're in your 30s. Let's say you have an accident, and you they have to cut your fat toe. Right? Okay. That becomes gone. an issue for you to stand up and walk. They got shoes for that. I, well, we got to tell these old people. But... You buy them on so, fifth, but, fifth but Avenue. But think about it. Well, these old people are using Crocs or flats. Well, so, but do you get it? <clears throat> you buy it on Fifth Avenue because you're missing a toe? <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyways, yeah, we've been, we're better than that. So, I would. Um, <laughs> so, no, but if you don't have that fat toe, it becomes an issue to walk. Balance. Um, normal, balance, all that. So, that's what I mean that when you're old and you get these arthritis... Your toes start going different ways. That probably has to affect your balance and the way you walk. So it causes you to maybe trip and fall. Well, it also says, why do the elderly start falling? Falls are common and costly, especially among Americans 65 and older. That's bolded. But falls are but, but falls are preventable and do not have to be an inevitable Duh, part of aging. Are you <laughs> every second every second of every day an older adult parentheses age 65 and up suffers a fall in the US. You Make, making falls the leading cause and injury, the leading cause it's of injury and death in this age group. That's from keeponyourfeet.com. I'm concerned. Um, I don't know if you've seen my feet, my toes. I don't, you know. Um, we've been around a lot, so I don't know if you've ever noticed, but I have some jacked up toes. I mean, I didn't want to say anything because I thought our friendship was bigger than that. But if you want to go down that rabbit hole, we can. I do have some jacked up toes. I do. I have nasty feet there. There. Yeah. Shout out to Life Alert. <laughs> <laughs> when asking Google. How many people have uh, have Life Alert? I didn't get an answer, but I did find out how many people have been saved, Ari. What? I might be able to get these people as a sponsor. Since around 1979, Life Alert has provided service to over 150,000 seniors nationwide. 150,000 only? That seems kind of low. It is very low since 1979. You know why is that? Because these old people have so much pride. I... You know? It is. That is pride. These old people don't want to admit that they need it. 
Well, I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what they do got, Ari. Life Alert's got a lot of money. I think we might have just cracked a coin. I think this might be a Netflix documentary. Life Alert's <laughs> Life Alert's got a lot of money, people. I want you to know that Life Alert has 236 employees, and their revenue wow. poor. Get this. This is where it gets gross. Only 236 employees in 2021. They made 44 million dollars. From what? From Life Alert services. So okay, you know it's so a subscription alert, base. Yeah, it's like, a subscription. Yeah, it's like Netflix. So yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's where the money is. Yeah, bro. And then guess what? You want to hear something even weirder? The janitor's getting paid over at Life Alert. Because if you do the math on forty-four million divided by two hundred thirty-six, that average revenue per employee ratio, one hundred eighty-six thousand four hundred and forty dollars per employee is what that would break out to if they were equally dividing, which we know they're not. But that's how much money they made twenty twenty-one. And you, you know what? Thinking about it now that we're talking about them is that they are not more popular, bigger. Because they still are showing the same commercials since 1979. And it's still bringing in the dough. But imagine if they would make the adjustments and keep up with the time and the date. You know, Like, like one that connects to the Alexa? <clears throat> and it probably does. Bluetooth shit. <laughs> yeah, like, what if Alexa's like, like responds through the life alert after you connect it? And it's like, oh Correct. my god, how can I help? Ambulance? fire truck like all of a sudden it becomes an episode of door the explorer let's go in the backpack and figure out what to do and it's like which one should we call for fire truck i'm i'm, I'm just telling you this is incredible to to learn all this that's what i'm saying we're learning about life alert today is life alert worth in the mo- worth the money while its monthly rates and installation fees are very high and a th- oh Ooh. wow this is interesting you have to sign a three-year contract. It's required by Life Alert. So if you buy somebody no Life Alert... they don't have. Yeah. That's why they got the coin, though, because they're locking people in all this time. Life Alert is a solid option for simple, reliable protection. You'll be able to count on these devices for years to come. So if Life Alert fits your budget, it's worth considering. But here's the question. You know, um, I think it's a little confident to assume I think I'm going to make it three years. Right, if I'm buying yes. Life Alert, it's a little confident. So, who is buying this? Because clearly, it no kid, no son is going to buy this for their grandma. I think you know what this is the old naive lady who's on watching TV, having her TV dinner. Um, she sees a commercial and she's like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy this so I avoid bothering my kids or grandkids. I think that's what it is. Do you think? I mean, that's fair. Or you get to these people that live kind of remote. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you have your stubborn stubborn old people. They won't buy that. But some naive old person will, will do it. Huh. People don't, don't want to bother somebody else. You know, and it is, uh, <clears throat> ooh. Oh. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Look at this. But. Sorry, life alert. Just do a little bit of digging here. What is better than Life Alert? I know you guys have all been anticipating this. Medical <laughs> Medical Guardian is the name of the company that is a better choice than Life Alert. It's typically selected because it costs less, costs less and doesn't require users to sign a long-term 
long-term, difficult to cancel contracts. So I'm getting the, the, the notation here that Life Alert's pretty fucking tough to get out of after you sign that contract. You literally have to die. Well, and if you do die, you still signed a contract. Like, we hear the commercials, buy Life Alert for your family. I have heard that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Wild, bro. Fucking Life Alert. Let's look at Medical Guardian. That That is information for a documentary. Dude, that's what I'm saying is, like, what is going on with the... What is the difference between Life Alert and you having nowadays a cell phone? Yeah. And tell me how the actor on that diabetes commercial hasn't died yet. How are you on a commercial about <laughs> diabetes <laughs> and you still haven't died? You're not a real... Tra- <laughs> oh, hell you say. I come up with something. I'm like, look at this mother. Look what he got to come We on. should just do, and you know, this is what we should do a documentary on. The lives of older folks. Do you ever see, like, daytime television, the ads so, that are running during the day? The Mike, it, if, if I had the money, I swear to God, I will buy all the, the equipment... <laughs> And you and I will go on a road trip to do different different kind of documentaries like this one. You know, I think it would be a good thing because I want to know what old people... I mean, name the documentary straight, simple, to the point. What old people do during the day. We just go... I go to Sasha, you go to Linda, and we just kiss him and say, Hey, we'll be back in three months. We're going to hit the road now for our uh, one of our documentaries. Yeah, <laughs> most people that do stuff like that... They're going to some third world country trying to save they it. Do. Like that. What are we doing? We're going to 55 ups around the United States and North American <laughs> region, baby. You're going to get smell of old people, old coffee, bad coffee, you know, a lot of oatmeal, that's for sure. <laughs> oh my gosh, bro. Isn't it true? They, they, the, old, the smell of. The smell of places where there's a lot of old people is kind of unique. Right? Mm-hmm. Why is that? <laughs> old people do develop a, a different kind of smell. And I think it's because there's a lot of uh, disinfectants in their life at a certain point. They're putting disinfectants in their bodies. Yeah. They're taking antibiotics on the reg. They're doing a lot of, uh, lot of Vicks, a lot of breathability. Yeah, I feel like I just yeah. ruined my whole algorithm searching all this, by the way. I'm going to have life alert in my fucking Instagram feed all week. Um, you know, by the way, there is a $95 activation fee on Life Alert. <laughs> so random. <laughs> and you know what their monthly fee is? Forty nine ninety five. Hmm. When compared to the Medical Guardian, twenty nine ninety five. And if you're, what's the, what's the what difference? Are the benefits? I think the difference is truly cost. But again, okay, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know maybe all the details, but what's going to happen? So I fall. Oh, I fell and I can't get up. So at that point, instead of grabbing my phone and calling 911, this thing calls, does everything for you? What, what is that? I don't, I don't get it. No, this is even more interesting. I don't think Life Alert, I'm not getting the impression a lot of people like Life Alert right now. This is pretty interesting. We just went out <laughs> a whole rabbit hole about. That is a Life Alert. Fucking Life Alert, baby. Is I'm looking on another set aside uh, website that Google took me to medicalalertbuyersguide.org. Uh, the aggressive, the aggressiveness of Life Alert sales ta- tactics also suggest that you could have problems down the road with customer service. 
If you call with a question or concern, you could find yourself the target of aggressive upselling that wastes your time and taxes your patience. Shit. Now, all I'm picturing is Gigi going down, and instead of offering a fire truck, we're offering a new service. Hey, saw that you dialed in. Figured we'd check in, see if we could get you to maybe buy uh, our new CO2 emissions sensor. upgrade. I'm on the ground right now. Yeah, but before we go ahead and send that fire truck, you've got at least three minutes or more. Let's take this time to yeah. look at your contract. Do they do they take advantage, you know? Oh, absolutely they're taking advantage of old people. Like, I think the world doesn't like to believe that's what's happening. But it's actually definitely happening. Well, I must say, um, Mike, I feel that I've learned a lot today. Um still believe that the reason that people are falling is because they their toes are jacked up but i guess it's you know know, it's just my opinion (laughs) it's it's just my opinion about you know about that you know uh because even if your blood pressure goes down if you have good feet you probably will still make it yeah anyway that's just that's just me uh by the way, for your for your reference here, here we sir. Go, here we go. For your reference. On old Google, if you type this bad boy in and you go, why do old people's feet hurt? They say right here, right off gate. It says, with age, the cartilage surrounding the bones in your feet breaks down. That's all bold, Ooh. by the way. This results in bone rubbing against bone, which, as you can imagine, causes foot pain. Osteoarthritis, as it's usually... At- that makes sense why they wear those nasty, ugly New Balance. Bro, how about the fact that I just kicked out that word, osteoarthritis, Yeah, single read, you, baby. But yeah. You did a fantastic job there. And let me throw you another little fun fact in there. You did. You mentioned a little Caucasian shoe called New Balance, I heard. Hate him. Uh, I hate him, too, but I did learn this the other day for all my proud Stars and Stripe listeners. New Balance is actually the... I, mean, I need to word this properly, but New Balance is one of the only shoe manufacturers that actually manufactures their shoes here. Like, they actually, like, they make, they get the materials sourced from the United States and make them in the United States. Mm. Recently, that has come out as to be a thing because whatever. But that's why New Balance wow. is basic. Started by Caucasians, made by Caucasians, <clears throat> built by Caucasians. Interesting. You know, yeah. I've, Wow, you enlightened me there. Um, <laughs> like you really gave a shit, but you know. No, but what but it's g- interesting. No, no, no. Well, I still don't give a shit. <laughs> I, it is, it, <laughs> there it is. Thank you. No, Thank no, you. no. I don't. But but fun fact. You know what I mean? You learn it something is. every day. I didn't know this was a thing. Apparently, what a lot of companies are doing is they're like they're loopholing, saying made in the USA, right? Which arguably it is. If you pay an American to do it, it is made in the USA. But the thing is, is they're bringing, they're still getting like the pieces of the shoe made yeah. by little, little Asian hands. Got it. You know? Okay. And then they're getting sent wow. over. Yeah. Like Adidas, uh, Nike. Did you know Adidas was started by Nazis? What? Oh. Yeah. Found that out the other Da-na-na. day. Bro. Dude, I, uh, Mike, I have to say to you today that I am I am very grateful that we're chatting today. 
don't, don't laugh. I'm trying to be serious here. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, be, because you have shared so much knowledge today. You know, it's in, interesting how you go in life and you find information and all of a sudden you share it. And it's like so awesome to share. Yeah, I love talking about this stuff. I like that it all makes sense in this conversation. Again, still, at the end of the day, I won't give a shit. <laughs> but I... In some random conversation, they might come up and I say, Hey, you know what I learned the other day? Boom. Boom. Little Asian hands. Who are thought ma- we were going to be talking about old people and you would think about New Balance shoes? <laughs> when you heard that that day, you probably said, What the fuck is going What am I going to do with this information? You're absolutely right. And here we are talking about it. We're talking about it. And I was blown away. Like, I'm going to, and keep in mind, guys, I'm not like a like a killer of Adidas or anything or any of these other things. Uh, But I did find out that Adidas was started by two Nazis and that tripped me out. The brothers that started Adidas and founded it were originally Nazis. Well, anyway, I like the shoe. I like Um, the shoe too. It's ironic, (laughs) right? Don't you find it slightly ironic? And like, where do you go with that? Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. I, I'm just but, ranting at this point. We have gone. Right? Anyway. <laughs> you know. Oh, my gosh. Any, Anyway, like what we were a, saying. What a crazy start to the morning. Yeah. Life, life alert, feet hurt. Well, you know, people should take out of, what they should take out of this episode today is that we care about old people. We do care about you old know. people. Um, and life alert is just. You know, it's fucked. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucked. We read the whole thing. It's garbage. If you're not buying your mom and daddy or your grandma, grampy, a medical guardian, you're getting hosed. They got shorter contracts. Why do I need to sign a three-year contract? I feel like I should be able to cancel any time on a life alert service for obvious reasons. Cancel any time. Any time things could happen. And the rant goes on. Sorry. Okay. Anyways, moving on to what we watch. <laughs> oh, I, I, I love every minute of it. I, you know, <laughs> I'm down for rants all the time. Dude, dude, speaking of which, speaking of which, where did my cellular device go? I, uh, I got a little rant here. I watched some, I watched some television this past week on, yeah. on the Netflix. Mm. <laughs> and I got to say, um, have, did we... We may have touched on this last week, so I just wanted to double check. Did we talk about the Madoff thing? Um, you mentioned it, but we didn't talk because I hadn't seen it. Have you seen it yet? I did. What was the? Uh, I want you to go first. Then, what'd you think? Um, uh, I mean, documentary was a little dry at times. It had its ups and downs, but it got better as it went through. Like at the end, it got better. Um. First of all, I think everybody in this, you know, all these secretaries that were just chatting there, you worked for him for, what, 20 years? And you claim you did not know nothing that was going on on that other floor? I believe that. You believe? I believe that, actually. I don't. I And I'll tell you why. I've worked at big corporations, big billion-dollar outfits that have secret buildings that require... You know, buildings that have, like, creative departments and things like that, that have uh-huh. a secret password to get in and all this stuff. I worked there for... I worked at companies like that and others for over a year at both. Yeah. 
and never saw those creative departments. Never went in the I heard you of it. You don't have to see them. Yeah, you, that's what I mean. You don't have to see anything. But you, you, there's something. You will know something. Gossip goes around. Well, and in this case, in this case, what they know is that the 17th or 16th floor, whatever it was, you know, was the other arm of the company. I mean, I don't know. I guess, like, you're probably right. I'm sure yeah. that, it, look, there's a lot of money involved. I just find hard to believe that in 20 years, not only, okay, let's say you didn't know anything about the floor. Okay. You're directly his secretary. And you're not going to tell me that in 20 years there's no comment or you didn't see nothing kind of, mm. Bernie ran a type ship, I guess. You no, know. he didn't. By the way, those of you listening that don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Bernie Madoff documentary on Netflix right now that just released about two weeks ago. Um, the greatest yeah. Ponzi scheme in the history of the United States. $65 billion. Yeah. Is what he ended up taking in total. Incredible. You know what was what bothered me was that last episode. By the way, I think they went, they cover a lot on the scheme, right? They cover a lot of the scheme. But the the catching and trial and what happened after, they went through fast. Do you feel like there would be... I don't think there's room on something like this to make a part two on with a dead... No, because it's like you have to go back and then yeah. go in depth. And so, so I think they went through fast on from the moment they caught him until the end because they... You know, the the kids die. They, they had, one of them had cancer and passed away. The wife was homeless. And the other son... You know, I would have liked and a little... Was, they only said that like in a minute. I would have liked to have updated... What's the wife's current status? Living in a Honda. You think she's still living in the Odyssey? Just roaming? Gigi's here. <laughs> Gigi's here. Got a little house and wheels. It has to be when you have been so rich in life, right? And all of a sudden you are living in your car. Oh, bro. Wrecked. That, the, that person probably gets crazy. Uh, that's why I wanted to know where she was because... Like, I mean, I know some people are like, yeah, how could we feel bad for these super rich people, whatever. But, like, at the end of the day, like, it is a drastic life change. Like, if you are it the is. spouse, you're oblivious. Well, especially the, if you didn't have nothing to do with. And I got to say, it does appear like the wife and the sons were, yeah. if anything, oblivious to the to the subject Correct. matter. And they tried to do the right thing. They really um, did. And I like that they, they're the ones that called them out. Yeah. I kind of like that, you know, in the sense yeah. that... At least, I'm really sad for those two gentlemen that unfortunately it affected them the way they did, because I feel like the fact that they at least gave a shit to do that, we actually lost two people that gave a fuck about how Wall Street is ran. Yeah. And I know that's that's much bigger than what's normally discussed on this podcast, but you know that is a fact. And like at yeah. the end of the day, whether we want to deny it or not, like those motherfuckers maybe, are playing yeah, with maybe your four one k. Maybe they need to do a second <clears throat> documentary just about her. Meaning, there's Maybe. probably not a lot from when the things were happening, but that life after, everybody knows who she is. So what if it just starts out at something. Starts out at a Denny's entryway or a Bob Evans, and then you hear the bell ding, ding. Madoff, Madoff's mess. The war left behind after Madoff's death. <laughs> and all these people, everybody that were like close to him, where are they today? 
So I think they did a good job explaining the the scam, you know. But it would have been nice to know more after. You would have thought there was some type of protected money that he had left behind, though. I feel like there's something we're not getting, and that's why they don't talk a lot about the wife. Because I bet for that time period, and this is speculation at this point, is for that time period, it's not out of the box to think that, sure, for the cameras, for the time, everything going on, the bank accounts are frozen. Once the court case is done, maybe 99% of the accounts get taken away. But when you're a billionaire at that level, 1% accounts left coming back to you as the spouse could equivalent to over millions of dollars. And and remind me, what happened to Frank, his his buddy? Oh, like his underboss, like his number two guy. Yeah, what happened to him? I I don't remember what happened to him. I think they... If he's out there, that's where the money is. I think they said that he... I don't know how long he did. I thought that they... They gave him like six years or something, I, I had thought, but I could be wrong. I mean, it, it may have been longer. My thing with Frank is, why the fuck didn't we get an interview with Frank? Why is he not there? Well, yeah. If he's in prison, if he's in prison, we should have an interview. If he's not in prison, I understand why he wouldn't want to do one. He may have changed his name, you know, but yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to be, I, look, I'm not saying he's not embarrassed. I'm just saying like, for that reason, I wouldn't want to be... Like, yeah. oh, are you the guy that fucked over? Well, even even him, um, Madoff, there's no conversation with him. The only have the only thing they have is the deposition. Well, I um, I did hear where Frank's at. He works over at uh, Life Alert. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got two hundred and thirty six employees Dude, making forty four million that dollars with that accent. Oh, that's the day, bro. 236 employees, $44 million in revenue. That is fucking yeah. crazy. For it is, a, it, is, it is. I think we might have just turned over a stone. I just can't let it go. I, I, but Bernie Madoff um, and this whole thing was a very interesting documentary, but I feel like they had to feed us a lot of information to make us understand the Ponzi right. scheme. Yes. Does that make and sense? A lot of people won't, won't understand it anyway. Yeah, like it's, it, is a, it is a very, you know, that's the hard part about these white-collar crimes. That's a lot it's of like, work to do. That's a lot of work. Bro, like, it's got to move from here to there to Time this. Consuming. I don't know how he kept it. Look, let's pretend everything that we heard is true. So, how could you keep this secret mm-hmm. from your family? Like, as a, as a human being, and more specifically, as a human being that's a male, in, in a male, clearly defined male role, okay, he is... He just is willing to hide that. Like I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. Call me a softie. I couldn't hide that. I couldn't. Yeah, you look could lie for a few days. <laughs> Twenty <laughs> years, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, yep, yeah. And, and you know what? And he and you know, like every other bad gangster, he had a chance to walk away several times. Where they said, "Yeah, his normal business was making more money than that one," you know, and he had every opportunity. And he did. Yeah. To just Let take it, go. A, yeah. He could have oh, closed well. up shop. Anyways, moving on. I think we all know what we're ready for. The, hit, the hitchhiking. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. no, you got Very, another one, right? Let, no, let me real from... quick. Let me real quick because <laughs> you you haven't seen this, you won't see it anyway. But I got I gotta give you a show. If you have a chance, at time, whatever, watch the show. It's called The Glory. It's a Korean show. Okay, 
platform. It's a drama. Huh? Platform. What's the platform? Netflix. Netflix. Yes. And, you know, I have so many things from different countries, you know. Um, it is such a good... It's a drama. So it might be a little slow in the beginning for you. Okay. But it, it is crazy. Uh, the glory is based on this girl who was bullied in high school, right? But an extreme, Mike. It was to an extreme. Like they actually um, bullied her? Bullied her too. Like it, it just... So many things they did to her. It was... She was that victim every single day. 13 Reasons Why style. Right? She leaves the school. She drops out of school at 17. Nobody knows about her until she's 35. She comes back to town with the mission of revenge to every single people that bully her. Oh, so good. So good. It's so like, it's a drama. It's slow. It's the word methodical, right? Mm, she methodical. plans everything. She plans everything to how she's going to affect these five people that bully her when she was a kid. It's so good. So I, I don't know how I found it on Netflix. And then, but the new show, the new season comes out in March. Because I, it leaves you like, no, no, you know? On the biggest cliffhanger. Yeah, yes. So if you have a chance, watch it. As the, as the episodes go, you will like it even more because you get attached to to the main character because of everything that she went through, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, and they do a really good job going, um, showing the what happened back in the day because she thinks about it, you know? You know, like, she, she looks at the main bully, another female. She looks at her. Today, she is the weather girl, very popular lady. And you bullied me my whole life. Oh, I, I'm telling you, if you have a chance, watch it out. You're going to like it a lot. I'm excited for that one. The glory. The glory. I have added anyway, it to my list. Yes, yes. And we were talking about, what was it called? The hatchet. The hatchet. Is it the hatchet wielding hitchhiker or the hatchet? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Woo. And you know, so, uh-huh. I don't know how much SpongeBob you've heard in your house, but uh, that sounds like that. My, my son. Yeah, my son. It sounds like the hash slinging hasher. Which is an episode of Spongebob. <laughs> so, and I thought of it right away when I saw this. And I was like, oh, this is ridiculous. And I and I watched it because I love true crime. And yeah. when I'm watching it, I was like, in the first couple minutes when I saw that guy's face, I automatically remembered him from social media. And that You do? I don't know anything about it. I oh, yeah. I was like, I, where was I? No, I saw that interview a bunch, bro. Because, like, the interview, like, the first one where the guy, like, the whole yeah. documentary is wrapped around at the day. And I was like, Badoosh! Yeah. And, like, all I that. I don't remember any of that. Or, I, I don't know. Yeah, I remember it. But, like, I didn't know the guy went off and killed somebody. You know? So, okay. I was I was at the gym. I was using the elliptical. When I when it came up on my alert. And so, I since I was at the elliptical, elliptical I started watching it right away. Right? Um, don't know if you, how, how, what you thought when you saw this, but my, I think maybe because I watch so many documentaries and crime stuff, when they show the interview and he explained what he did, right? Bam. Bam. Right? I was in the gym and said, I didn't know what happened after. I said, this guy needs to be in prison. I, I, without knowing the documentary, I was like, why we're doing a documentary of a guy who 
claims to be a hero, but he literally almost kills somebody else. That is not normal. That is not normal. So why is he... The, the first part of the Netflix show is that they're treating him like a hero. I'm like, again, not knowing what's going to happen later on the on the documentary. But that, I thought that was not normal. You just mm-hmm. don't go trying to kill somebody? That tells you right there, that guy was not right in his mind. Well, I think he was trying to kill that guy because he was uh, hitting that black dude. Well, yes, I, I get that. I get that he was trying to save somebody. But he grabbed an axe. What, what, what's what he did? What is so, it he had? So a hatchet is like a like a mini axe. Per, right. Paint that picture in your mind. Who the fuck walks around with something like that? Well, you know, uh, fucking people that live in the woods, I guess. Uh, he was in California. Yeah, they got woods. <laughs> I, yeah, but he was in downtown. No, nah, he was NorCal. NorCal. Where he was? Yeah. I, I just, I just find it weird. None of it sounded right to me right well, away. I think you're, at the end of the day, I'm not trying to debunk your case because that, that does make sense. Like, you know, I'm, I, I'm just making an argument for both sides, but you're absolutely correct on that in the sense of like, bro, why is your first instinct at the very least? Okay. I'll let you carry the hatchet. Let's say you're just a, a Paul Bunyan of a dude. But why is your first instinct to start killing this motherfucker? I mean, if you said, hey, my first instinct was to beat the shit out of him and get him out of this, you know, yes. whatever, fine. But, like, to kill this guy, that I think intention. I think that's where the whole thing got askew. And the yeah. fact that he's crazy. That's what made me watch it. Because this is not normal. <laughs> what not really, normal. what really sucks is, is you kind of get the scheme of like, you know, fame's not for everybody, and how they handle mm-hmm. it. And you know, I'm not saying they ruined this kid's life because of it. I don't think that's the case. But I will say that he. But that was past time already. He was. It was late for that. He was already. He was. Missing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're, yeah, exactly. Like his decisions definitely put him where he was. Like I'm not making a case for the fact. Oh, homeless. It's just the fact that he. It is a little sad that he was able to fucking do his homeless, weird life as a drifter yeah. and not hurt anybody. And then now, through fame and media and his attention, in, in conjunction, clearly he has a medical problem. That's what really made me sad on the documentary. Not one person was like, hey, we tried to get him evaluated. We tried to get him to see a doctor. No. Correct. Because that's taking money out of their fucking pockets. Instead, they're all about a story. And all this other mm. shit, whereas a medical doctor might have said, like, absolutely fucking not, you can't have this guy on Jimmy Kimmel. His blood levels are, you know, that of the Joker right now. So, I completely agree with you, but here's my issue with him. When he was not acting a fool, he had an um, amazing ability to communicate. It was pretty funny to see that final part of the documentary, wasn't it? Is that what you're referring to? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, even the beginning, even at the beginning, when he's talking to the camera... On, about his life, this is somebody that you will listen to. He has an ability of making people listen, right? So that doesn't make you think he's crazy. It makes you think he's a smart guy. So the way he behaves made me want to put a show on him, a camera. I wanted a prison interview. Right? Why wasn't there one? Where was the prison interview? We're we're on. I'm a killer. We're interviewing death row people. So yeah. since we've started <laughs> doing that, I'm That's like, fuck it. We get we can interview anybody. Well, I mean, it could be because he's trying to appeal. Well, but the appeal got denied. They said this in the well, end yeah, of the it had been denied, but he keeps trying. So I wonder if 
Well, the case is relatively young. So, like, it's just that, again, what about uh, Making a Murderer or whatever that show was? Yeah. Like, yeah. we interviewed that motherfucker throughout the whole case. Tiger King. Correct. We had a plane waiting for him. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I this... Don't know. I think I think he should be in a mental institute instead of in prison. I, I do, too. I think that there's clearly something... I'm not saying that if he did... I, I have no inclination. I, I mean, because I want to say that he probably did kill this guy. But, well, he you did. Know, but I don't trust... Like, one thing that age has taught me is that, you know, sometimes the old uh, white dude is not the good guy in the story. I'm not saying he's good. I'm he not... He killed him. Yeah, he definitely still did. I mean, and, like, at the same time... And there's no evidence to show any of what he's saying. Yes. And, like, I think he did suck that old man's penis. Uh, he did. But I don't think he did it reluctantly. I think, like, he had a he moment in his... I, I think, think he was forced. I think he had a... Exactly. I think the old man did do what he did. And I think that the guy was willing to accept the funds to do that. And I think what happened was, is he looked in the mirror, What he exactly what he said. He looked in the mirror, he saw himself, where he was at in life. You know, every person has had this, or I hope, or if you haven't, you will have a moment in life where things aren't going good. And you catch yourself in the mirror, and you kind of have to check yourself. And I think that's what well, he did, and he snapped. But if you look at throughout this show, from the beginning... That's what he was doing. He was snapping. The way he tried to kill that guy at the beginning in the accident, the way he wasn't live, the way he behaved, he was one of those things that he was explosive. Right? For something triggered him. Something made something made him trigger about different situations. And in that case with the old guy, to your point, he maybe saw himself he's like, I just sucked some dick. Yeah. What the fuck, man? I'm not I here. fail. Let's say he fell for the trick for the old guy saying, I'll give you some money if you do this for me. Right? Instead of him freely doing it. Right? So maybe he said to himself, like, what am I doing? Look what he did to me, whatever. And then you, you, you are the victim, you know? And he snaps. But he was snapping throughout his life. That car accident, he snapped and he almost killed that guy. Even in the interviews, the way he was. And then over, the, over there, he's mad because he was pissing on the street. And then he gets mad at the hotel people. And then he goes into the hotel room and drinks a whole bottle? That's not normal. No, and he's unaware of what's in front of him. I'm sorry. If you go tell any homeless person, hey, bruh, I can take you from zero to here. I mean, I don't know, though, because, like, I, you know, at, at some points I feel sad for homeless people. I really do. And then there's sometimes where, like, and I know that there's different types of homeless people out there. I'm not pigeonholing everybody together. But yeah, no, no. there's also some homeless people that I think want to be homeless. Correct. They like the they like the lifestyle, which is they, which they is like, what seemed to be what they were looking into. He's a happy homeless, so they thought this would be great for TV to find out how homeless are. But homeless can't be homeless if they're famous, you know. No, they can stay homeless if you're taking all that money that the show is making. But um, you know, he was supposed to do something well. The hat. Dude, the hatchet slinging, hatchet wielding hitchhiker, whatever they fucking called him, he, he you know, Kai. He was intense. Very intense. And when you start to look at the jail interviews towards the end, you really notice a difference, don't you? I did oh, at least. I mean, this guy all of a sudden is, yeah, I can't believe I'm in here. You know, we're going through a system of appeals versus, you know, like fuck yeah, bro, we're just gonna die. Yeah. yeah. And and it's like, yeah, you don't. But, it looks like he was... A few things were premeditated. He changed his name. 
Yeah, I was just about to make a joke about that motherfucker. He, he changed his name. From, so why? You know? I don't know. Just running away from a lot of shit. So who knows what he what he's done in the past? That, you know? There is literally no telling. Mm-hmm. I, I bet he sucked a lot of dick to get a surfboard once. All right, I'll tell you that. That seems evident. <laughs> the hatchet. Like, yeah, for that. Maybe that's how he got the hatchet. The history of the hatchet, part two. Think about this. Think about that ride, smoking weed with that guy who tried to kill the black guy. That ride and that conversation's in that car. Well, and then they brought it up. They're like, oh, this shit was probably laced. He was spiked. And I'm just like, either fucking way? Bro, you fucked up, Kai. What a conversation. And I why be... to hear what happened in there. I'm sorry. Uh, now, I wouldn't necessarily drop my friends for any type of TV show, things like that, like where you see those like you know funny, crazy, extreme movies or whatever where they say that happens. Yeah. But So I'm not saying I would go to that extent. But I'm not going to lie. If uh, any executive from any major network is listening right now and you want to make a damn uh, series about something me and Ari are saying to be famous, we're going to listen. You put us in the hotel room and you say, don't drink Jack, we're not going to drink Jack. Wait, 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 wait. Because Uh, we're drinking (laughs) Blue Label. We brought on... Ah, Okay, okay, okay. Hold on one second. At least pretend (laughs) to... Play the. I mean, come on, baby, you gotta play the game with the fancy people, you know. And like, that, we're, we're, you, if we're not drinking, you'd speak for yourself. But that's what I'm saying. Let them think what yeah. they want to think. We would be smarter than that. I don't Correct. need your Correct. overpriced bottle on my room yeah. tab so you can hang it over my head later and go. Well, we I have did kids, this, so I don't want to be embarrassing. I'm not doing that. Exactly. I'm not pissing out front. No, that's not. That's not enough class for mm. the just my opinion. Piss out back. I'm not gonna piss out front on the star. On the stars, I like Hollywood, me, man. That just brings me flashbacks. Um, anyway, <laughs> I mean, I'll go if I gotta go, but this man's doing it midday. <laughs> Mike, I, I, I gotta do it. You gotta go. I, you gotta, <laughs> gotta go. I gotta go. Ari not here. No, gotta go. Ari not here. But anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, it was good chatting with you today, man. You too, bro. Oh gosh. Jeez Louise. Anyway, shout out to Life Alert uh, before we head out. <laughs> Fuck you, so, Life Alert. Go, Medical Guardian. Good, yeah. Remember <laughs> us since we talked about you. <laughs> yeah, they're going to remember all right. Yeah, I'm going to get a letter <laughs> on this one. End of the podcast. I'm going to write a letter. I hope that goes So, anyway, um, good chatting with you. So, and we'll talk soon. Good chatting with you, bro. And I just want to say another thanks to the uh, to the fans and listeners of the podcast. Uh, Ari pulled up the numbers the other 